Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. Are you experiencing change in your life? You ought to be. Because when one enters into a covenant with God, and especially the new covenant through faith in Messiah, that person's life will change and change drastically. And what type of change will they experience? They will experience a kingdom change. So let me ask you again. Is your life in a process of change whereby you are becoming more and more like the character of the kingdom of God? Take out your Bible and look with me to the book of Luke and chapter 8. The book of Luke and chapter 8. We're going to see in this passage of scripture that Messiah is going to give an example that speaks about that which is normal, that which is common, that which we understand. But then he's going to speak about things that are very different. And these different things come about because of a kingdom reality. So look with me, as I said, to Luke's Gospel, chapter 8, and we're going to begin in verse 16, where it says, But no one, a lamp, and this is a word, menorah, in the, the original language. Now, of course, this is Greek. It's a Greek word, but it relates to the menorah, which is a lamp. So it says in verse 16, but no one, a lamp, lights and covers it with a vessel. Now, that's just common sense. If we light a lamp, we want light. So no one would cover up that lit lamp with a vessel or, keep reading, or put it under a bed. That's not the place for a lit lamp underneath a bed we want light and therefore this is obvious therefore what should we glean from this if we want the revelation of God we need to do the things in order to receive revelation from God and this revelation of course scripture is revelation but in this context we're talking about God moving in our life God guiding us, directing us, moving us in order that we can respond according to kingdom truth and live out kingdom purposes in this world. And that is very unusual. That is only achieved through change, a godly change in one's life. Look, if you would, to, to the last part of verse 16. It says, but upon a lampstand. So a lit lamp, we are going to put on a lampstand in order that the ones who enter in 
they see the light. And again, obvious. When we look at the things of this world, there are places for each thing. And these things are appropriate in order to accomplish the purpose. Now, remember that. You see, verse 16 is setting the foundation. It's giving us a, a primary way of understanding what he wants to talk about. So there's a place for everything and everything in its place in order to fulfill a purpose. There's an order. And so, too, is the kingdom of God. If we're going to experience the things of the kingdom, we need to be behaving in the kingdom way and being led by kingdom truth so that we can be in the appropriate place doing the kingdom work. Look now to verse 17. Here's a change. We're talking about light, revelation, but notice what it says. He wants us to know, for nothing is hidden, which will not be manifested. Now, remember this word, manifested, because it's going to be used again, and most Bibles, they translate it differently, and there's no basis for doing so. So look again at our verse, verse 17. For there is, and the implication, nothing that is hidden, that in the future, what future? In the kingdom that will not be made manifested, nor that which is hidden, which will not be known and will come into this manifestation. So what he's saying is this. When the kingdom comes, there's going to be revelation. There's going to be a disclosing. There's going to be that which is hidden today is going to be manifested in the kingdom of God. Why? Because the kingdom of God is a kingdom of truth. It reveals the reality of all things. So that which may be hidden today is going to be known, it's going to be manifested in the kingdom of God. And therefore, we should live today in this world with that understanding. Nothing is going to be hidden, but everything is going to be revealed, made manifest, and there's going to be a knowledge of all things, everything that's done. Why? It's going to be brought into a new condition of being seen, being revealed. Look now to verse 18. Based upon this, what should we do? He says, therefore, and we have a word which means to look, but in this context, it means to look out or take heed. Now, this is a word which means that you need to be looking at something, watching something, in order that you respond properly. Watch for the signs of the kingdom. And by the way, there are signs today that, that confirms that we are moving closer and closer to the establishment of the kingdom. Now, have we entered into the last seven years? We have not. We're not in that final time, but we are approaching it. And we're seeing great change, and unfortunately, not good change, but, but unrighteous change, which is, is being moved forth by the Antichrist. There is clearly today an Antichrist spirit in the world. And that Antichrist spirit is bringing about confusion, 
and it is also bringing about rebelliousness. And this is what we see in much of the believing community. Let me say that differently, in much of the church. And that shouldn't surprise us because the Apostle Paul tells us that in the approaching time drawing near to the last days, there's going to be what he calls apostasy. That is falling away from the truth of God, moving away from that which is good to that which is not good, something that is pleasing to God, moving to that which is displeasing to God. So we want change, but we don't want the change that the spirit of the Antichrist brings, but the spirit of the real Messiah. And his spirit is going to be the character of the kingdom. But look again at our passage. He says in verse 18, Therefore, and we'll translate it this way, take heed how you are hearing. So be very careful of those things that you are hearing. For to whom that has, it will be given to him. Also to whom that does not, what he seems to have will be taken away from him. So what's going to happen? There's going to be a change, a transfer. So there's going to be a restructuring that's coming about. And again, he says, watch. That's literally what he says at the beginning. Watch for this. Because there's going to be people that have and they're going to be given more. And those that, that don't have and what little they do have is going to be removed from them. Now, we can understand this in two ways, but simply for our purpose in this study, there's a change that's coming. There's going to be a transfer of assets as we approach the last days. I would say that the transfer of, of material things are going to go away from believers to non-believers, but the transfer of spiritual blessings and anointings. Well, to one who is anointed, that anointing is going to come stronger. And those that do not have an anointing, even what they do have in, in the spiritual sense, meaning any thoughts, any sensitivity through their conscience in regard to uh, something that is good or proper, well, it's going to be taken away. And they are going to be moving and moving closer to spiritual corruption. And this is what Messiah meant when he says this separation of the goats from the sheep. Why is he going to do that? He's sifting. He's moving away and we'll be able to see. That's why he says, watch who are the true believers and who are not. Verse 19. But they were coming unto him. Who were coming unto him? The mother, this is Yeshua's mother, and his brothers. And this can mean brothers and sisters as well. But they were not able to meet him on account of the crowd. So be aware, at this time, Messiah, he has done many miracles. We've seen many of them in our study of Luke's gospel. And we also see something else. We see that 
great numbers of people from different backgrounds are coming to him there is this large crowd and the sheer number of people who want to hear him are causing his mother and his brothers and sisters not being able to to draw near to him therefore look at verse 20 and it was told to him saying your mother and your brothers they are standing outside and if you pay attention to that word that phrase for standing it means that they had been standing for quite some time the grammatical construction the tense shows that they were out there in the past they're still there in the present and they really want to see him because they're still there and they're going to continue to wait for him and notice his response this may seem very odd and it shows our primary theme in this message of change he's told your mother and your brothers and this word as i said can also include sisters they are standing outside wanting to see you so this continuous and standing shows a strong desire to see him and what does he say well keep reading verse 21 but yeshua answered he said to them my mother and my brothers are these the ones the word of god are hearing and doing it now in the kingdom it's not about some relationship based upon natural blood or a shared name the kingdom of god we are going to be family but that family is going to be established through a kingdom change and that kingdom change is brought about through the work of messiah his primary work of redemption and of course when did he do redemption on passover day that's why paul tells us that he is our passover lamb so there is redemption and redemption brings about a kingdom change in our life and that kingdom change brings about relationships you may be a brother to someone but in the kingdom of god there's no longer that family relationship because one believes and one doesn't but god is going to make us into a family and what's the foundation of that his word what's emphasized here the word of god hearing the word of god and doing the word of god and we see that kingdom people are changed by the word remember what we studied last week about that one who sows goes out to sow seed and the seed is the word of god and it's going to produce an outcome and if it doesn't well then there's no kingdom connection so look again at our text where it says my mother and my brothers are these the ones the word of god are hearing and doing verse 22. now in verse 22 we see a change in location 
And this is a purpose. This has a purpose, and that purpose is to show us the primary change comes because of who he is and what he can do. And we're going to see again that there's going to be a scriptural passage that points to the divinity of Messiah. Look with me to verse 22. And it came about in one of those days. Now, if your Bible does not have days in the plural, it's not a literal translation. It says it comes about in one of these days. What type of days? Days when he's teaching. Days when he is ministering. Days in which he's doing miracles. All these things. Why it says one of these days? Because these days are when Messiah is revealing through his teaching, through his miracles, he's revealing kingdom truth. So we're going to find out something about the kingdom in this concluding passage. Look at verse 22. And it came about on one of these days that he embarked, he went up into a boat and his disciples, meaning also his disciples were with him but the reason why it is stated in the way that it is is to show that he is unique so when we read it literally and here again translations that do not follow the original they they camouflage they hide things that the word of god is oftentimes emphasizing notice what it says and he embarked into a boat and his disciples doesn't say and his disciples were with him that's implied but it should show a separation the verb that is used to enter into the boat only applies to him now were his disciples with him yes but the message is this this passage wants to set yeshua apart from all others he's just not the master of the disciples but we're going to see See, there were other teachers, other rabbis, other masters, but Yeshua is unique, and we're going to talk about this uniqueness in a moment. Look at what happens. And he said to them, Yeshua speaking with his disciples, he said to them, we will pass over unto the other side of the lake, and they embarked they launched out they began this journey to the other side now if you know some of the ancient jewish writings the other the other side has to do with something that is in opposition to the will of god i can state that separately something that is in opposition to kingdom purposes and we're going to see that in a moment. So he's set forth with his disciples in a boat to go to the other side of the lake. And obviously, this is the Sea of Galilee. Look at verse 23. But as sailing. So after they embark and they began this sailing, it says that they were sailing, but he had fallen asleep. 
so they're all there uniquely not the other disciples only him he is sleeping and now what happens and came down a storm of wind upon the lake and again we're talking about the sea of galilee so let's set the picture he and his disciples are in this boat a relatively small boat 13 people are there he goes down and he falls asleep and in the midst of that what happens well a storm of wind now this is important because we see the opposition of the enemy where are they going to the other side and there's this opposition and this wind this storm that is rooted in strong wind is upon the lake and it says and we have a word which means to fill up together so what's happening is this they're in this boat and apparently water is filling everything up all together that's the meaning and because of that obviously when a boat takes on water it begins to sink so they look at the last part of verse 23 they are in danger now here's the message when we embark to the other side meaning we are encountering the enemy those that are opposed to the will of god those who are opposed to the kingdom truth what the kingdom is all about they are going to come against us and there's a degree of danger but notice what happens verse 24 but those coming before meaning these disciples they came before and the implication is before yeshua with a desire to wake him up to cause him to rise up and he did they woke him up and they were saying master master we are perishing now it's interesting because this word master when we see it in the scripture it can also be the word lord as in the lord god almighty but here it's a different word it's not that word kurios which means the lord as in god it's a word of great respect but if we look at it with this word is comprised of two greek words to stand upon meaning to stand over someone to be in charge and that's how they spoke to him they recognized that he is over them but they used a infrequent word simply speaking to or about a person who has authority messiah is more than just someone who's over a group of disciples verse verse 24 where it says but he rose up and he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water now what did he do he just spoke and i hope you see what's happening when we go back to genesis 
God speaks, and because he spoke, it was. His word brings about a change. Be careful. Because there are those who, and again, they may be nice people. They may be committed to the Lord, but they're confused. And they think that their word, their proclamation, is like the proclamation of God. It's not. We need to agree with God's proclamation, not say that, that I pronounce, I impart, I command. It's not us. We need to agree with Messiah. He's the one that, that spoke. And it says here, he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And what happened? It quieted down and it became calm. He spoke. And there was a change in nature. Only God can do that. Now, there are ridiculous men who hold the Bible in the hand, and they think that they can change hurricanes and such. God can. Not us. Now, God may reveal to someone to, to say something, to proclaim that, to prophesy in regard to that hurricane, but to think that in and of himself, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to say no, and it's going to be my authority that does that. That is heresy. We need to agree with God. And therefore, he spoke, and what happens? It settled down this wind, and it became calm. Verse 25, our last verse. But he said to them, where is your faith why were you so afraid see we do not need to be intimidated in regard to the enemy why because he is the lord and if we're following him in obedience with him we have an anointing so he says where is your faith and what were they here's the problem they were fearful and they marveled Why were they marveling? Because they really didn't know who this one was. Yes, it was their teacher, their rabbi, but but they didn't know his identity. And what is the scripture telling us? He's the son of God. He's divine. So they were marveling, saying to one another, who therefore is this one that even the winds he commands and the water And they obey him. Again, he commands and they obey. That is because he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And what are we called to do? Not to fear the enemy, but to walk in the anointing and understand that that enemy is not greater than the one that is in us. We have the living God through the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. And therefore, we are called to move forward in obedience, and that's the key, obedience to the instructions of God. And when we do so, God is going to bring about God-pleasing change in our life. We're going to be conformed, and we're going to have that kingdom character that is what god wants for you and for me and for all of his people 
Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org. There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel. Thank you.